Accountability is God's job. But it's not solely God's job. No, it's our job too. We will be the plan. We are never going to give up. When the truth is known to the entire world, we are going to have extreme accountability. Good evening and welcome to a special edition of the Stu Peter Show. One of the lines we hear a lot every time another crisis explodes in the Middle East is that Israel is our greatest ally, so we have to support them to the utmost. But that's not true. Actually, let's clarify. It's true the other way. America is Israel's greatest ally. We give them billions of dollars and almost unlimited military support in return for nothing. But what has America gotten in return? A lot less. Israeli troops didn't fight alongside us in Afghanistan. They didn't fight alongside of us in Iraq or even Vietnam or Yugoslavia. No, contrary to popular belief, Israel is not a close ally in the espionage world either. We collaborate far more with Britain and Australia and Canada, even New Zealand, than we do with Israel. Why is that exactly? Well, because Israel simply just isn't as trustworthy. Israel has also been involved repeatedly in major espionage scandals aimed at the United States. In the 1980s, Israel recruited Jonathan Pollard to sell sensitive U.S. secrets to them. Around that same time, they also had the Anti-Defamation League collecting information and dossiers on U.S. citizens, information that was later sold off to third-party foreign countries like the apartheid government in South Africa. Israel has sold U.S. weapons technology to communist China, which they enjoy close ties with, a fact that's very rarely reported in the United States. In fact, a Pew poll in 2022 found that Israel was one of just a handful of countries where more people viewed China favorable than unfavorably. Now, this doesn't make Israel evil by any means, but it does mean that Israel is a different country which looks out for its own interests and its own well-being. It sounds bizarre to us because in America, we're so used to our own government waging war against its own people and putting foreigners first. And that's exactly what we've routinely done with Israel, given them unlimited financial aid in return for nothing, because that's what America has become, a piggy bank for the entire rest of the planet. Now, of course, no group of people knows about the complex reality of the American-Israeli alliance than the sailors of the USS Liberty. A half a century ago, during the Six-Day War, the Liberty was bombarded and strafed by Israeli aircraft. 34 American soldiers lost their lives. The whole thing was brushed away as a total accident, despite substantial evidence that the attack was absolutely intentional. Back in 2022, we traveled the Stu Peter Show to Washington, D.C. to meet with the veterans of the USS Liberty. Here's what happened when we spoke to them. Look around at what's going on right now. Banks are collapsing all over the place. And then they're getting bailed out. And who's paying for that? You are. They say taxpayers won't pay. They say that other banks will pay. Well, how do those banks get that money? They'll probably raise your bank fees like they always do. And if the Fed steps in, you'll likely also be paying an inflation tax. In times like this, storing all of your money in a bank may be very risky, as we have seen. So what can two average Joes like you and I even do about it? Protect your wealth with gold and silver, just like so many other Americans and banks are doing right now. Call 855-706-GOLD to learn how to protect your savings with gold and silver. 
Call Gold Co. today, 855-706-GOLD. For the first time in a millennia, a famine of biblical proportion is hitting the earth, and it's by design. War has created scarcity. Fertilizer production has been wiped out. The price of fertilizer is up 128%. Food processing plants are exploding. Herds of cows are being massacred and buried. This is a very abnormal event. The Great Reset demons have created the crisis, but a generation of great resistors following King Jesus have the solution. Heavensharvest.com, get there right now. Prepare for the worst by trusting the best. Heavensharvest.com has a delicious plan to conquer starvation. It's real food, high quality, tastes great. It's actually really good. Trust Heaven's Harvest today. Order food for the year and a bucket of heirloom seeds. Affordable, available, ready for the fight ahead. Heavensharvest.com. If you're over 35 and like the typical American, you start to feel tired around noon. Your ability to focus just keeps getting worse as you get older. For energy, you've probably tried coffee or tea or even worse, one of those sugary, poisonous drinks that promises energy for hours, but they just don't work. Your focus never improves. ESS-60 is a molecule that Big Pharma doesn't want you to know about. And that's because Big Pharma's evil and they want to kill you. And also they know how effective this is. And they can't make any money off of continuously slowly poisoning you to death. Historically, this is dramatically extending the lives of test subjects and it's why I'm hooked. My Vital C is made with just two ingredients, olive oil and a powerful nano antioxidant, 125 times more powerful than vitamin C. That's ESS-60. It's also backed by a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Go to myvitalc.com slash stew. Again, that's myvital, the letter C, dot com slash stew. Also, use the coupon code Peters at checkout for an additional 15% off your initial order. That's myvitalc.com slash stew. On June 6, 1967, Israeli Air Force fighters attacked Egyptian air bases, destroying 80% of their air assets. By June 7th, the air forces of Jordan and Syria were also destroyed, mostly on the ground. But the war was being monitored. The United States and other nations had a vested interest in what was transpiring in the Middle East, and gathering intelligence was critical for both political and strategic military planning. What was the USS Liberty? Why was it in the Eastern Mediterranean Sea during the Six-Day War? Why did Israeli air and naval forces attack an American ship? Why was so much effort put into the cover-up after the event? USS Liberty was a floating CIA intelligence gathering platform monitoring all transmissions from all sources involved in the 1967 Six-Day War. Israeli progress was followed as well as the Arab coalition of Egypt, Syria, and Jordan, known as the United Arab Republic. As a result, Israel secured Sinai, all of Jerusalem, and the Golan Heights. But Israeli intelligence had reported to Chief of Israeli Naval Operations, Admiral Issy Rahar, that a ship had fired upon El Arish in Sinai. This was proven to be a ruse. The only ship in that area was the USS Liberty, which flew the US flag and was in international waters. In what was described by both President Lyndon B. Johnson and the Israeli government as a case of mistaken identity, Israeli air and naval assets attacked the USS Liberty on June 8th, killing 34 Americans and wounding 172 of the 294-man crew. 
Kislev told his pilots that, quote, if they could confirm that it was a military ship, they could hit it, end quote. The naval contingent was also on the alert. Beneket wanted to have positive identification of the ship that may have been involved. Israeli Dassault Mirage fighters passed by and gave their report. The flight leader confirmed that it was an American ship. More Israeli fighters attacked at 14.05 hours for 20 minutes, firing cannons, machine guns, and rockets, and one report from the first pilot who hit the ship stated that oil was leaking. The next wave of Israeli aircraft arrived after the Phantoms returned to the Saratoga, and these were Dassault Super Mysteers with napalm and canister bombs. One pilot called out the ship's identification as Charlie Tango Romeo 5, and that there is no flag on her. This was a strange report, as the previous recon flight clearly stated that there was an American flag, and the ship was identified as such. It is believed that this call was made as a ruse to cover the Israelis should these attacks be recorded by third parties. When that transmission was made, Colonel Kislev ordered all aircraft to stop the attack as he believed that the ship was, in fact, American from the call sign. But the Israeli commander of the torpedo boat squadron, Moshe Oren, stated that he was not informed that there was a recall from an attack and was informed, in fact, that it was the Egyptian freighter, the El Qasir. Therefore, he launched three motor torpedo boats. The order to halt all attacks, which followed the second wave of fighters, was supposedly not received by the naval assets, whose three torpedo boats launched six torpedoes at the Liberty, with five failing to hit target, but the one that did contact killed 25 men and wounded many more. This account is in great dispute. However, the Israeli argument of misidentification fails for several reasons, one being that if they believed it was an Egyptian ship, why did they specifically jam the secure American radio frequency, which were specifically narrow bands? Another problem was the identification issue in that the Liberty, at 10,150 tons, was five times larger than the ship they claimed to have mistaken for the Liberty. Both ships had totally different profiles. In addition, if the attack was a simple error, why were the Israeli jets unmarked, bearing no Israeli symbols, carrying no national identification in violation of international law. Three life rafts were deployed so men could get off the burning ship, but the torpedo boats focused their fire, destroying two of the life rafts and sweeping the decks to kill as many men as they could to prevent an evacuation. That act alone is a violation of the Geneva Convention, not to mention attacking a ship from a non-belligerent nation in international waters. Another strange development was when after the two-hour attack, the ship and crew headed to Malta, the 6th Fleet Commander, Rear Admiral Isaac Kidd, ordered the survivors to remove the ship's name from their uniforms. In fact, Admiral Kidd even ordered them to go ashore in civilian clothes, which the men were not supposed to have anyway. They were also told to grant no interviews and do not discuss the situation, even among each other. Otherwise, they would face court-martial and prison, or, even worse, for violating national security. So it's my honor to sit down with Larry Bowen, who is the current president of the Liberty Veterans Association. Uh, it's an honor to meet you, and thank Pleased you for to meet taking you. the time yep. to sit down with us. 
So I want you to just kind of like describe to us what your job was on the Liberty. I was a radio research technician. Um, I copied international Morse code. And that morning I was setting a position copying traffic. And um, when they sounded the general quarters, my general quarters station was to move up one deck to another position doing the same job but in a different location. Was that normal? Yeah, well, when, when you go to general quarters, they, they typically try and have people reassigned to areas where they can do you know, the best job possible for, uh, for the mission. And you know, we had guys like, like Phil Turney, who was you know, repair, repair locker three, um, and that wasn't his normal duty station, that was his general quarter station. And my normal duty station would be setting a position, but what they did was they moved me up to another, another level to uh, sit a position and do the same job that I was doing before. The fortunate thing for me was the torpedo entered one deck below where I was assigned. Hmm. So fate had it that, you know, I moved up one level. I wasn't in the flooded compartment. Um, I got blown to the overhead, uh, got shrapnel wounds, but I had, uh, you know, I wasn't down in a flooded compartment. So this day was a normal day. Uh, you guys woke up, you were yep. going to work, you got moved up a deck, so be it. You said that was kind of normal. Yep. Um, you're interpreting code, you're disseminating it where it needed to be. At what point did things turn bad? Like, did you have any forewarning at all? No. We, um, the skipper conducted a, a drill, a practice general quarters, at about 12... 12.30 p.m. that afternoon. We secured from that at about uh, 13.45 hours. Um, and 15 minutes later, at 1400, that's, that's when the jets came and strafed us. Now prior to that, during the morning hours, we had been overflown by um, Israeli reconnaissance planes. And they were flying at such a low altitude that uh, you could actually wave to the to the pilots. Yeah, and the um, you know we felt safe. Yeah, because at that time there was no reason to be alarmed. These were no. your allies. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So when the jets came, all hell broke loose. Yes, and where I was at, I was internal to the ship. And it sounded like they were dragging anchor chains ac across the deck, just you know, rapidly dragging these anchor chains. And that was the 50 caliber shots that were, were coming through. Um, and of course, they were lobbing rockets at us as, as well. Uh, and I think you heard that there were 821 holes topside, the size of a rocket. Um, and over 5,000 armor-piercing shell uh, holes in the, in the skin of the ship. They didn't stop with the fighter jets. No. Then came the torpedo boats. 
um, in between the, the fighter jets and the torpedo boats were another set of jet aircraft that came in to drop napalm on the ship. So in addition to being you know, strafed and riddled with, with all kinds of you know, arsenal from, uh, from the aircraft, then they dropped napalm on us and that, uh, that set the entire superstructure on fire. They were trying to kill everybody on the ship. Absolutely. They were, this was an intentional uh, a killing uh, that, that was underway here. And the, so the narrative was that this was an accidental attack. That's the way that they tried to frame this. This was an accidental attack. You were there. You were able to see that these were Israeli reconnaissance planes that flew over originally. You could wave to the pilots. Yep. Is there any way at the altitude that those jets were at that they didn't identify this as an American ship? No, no. Is there any way that the torpedo boats approaching didn't know that you were Americans? No. What about those that dropped napalm in between? Is there any way that they could have mistaken you for some other... There's just no, no way, is there? No. They, earlier in the day, as a result of the uh, reconnaissance aircraft flying over, they had actually put us on their, um, their war board in their uh, war room as a friendly ship off the coast. And they labeled us as the USS Liberty. I mean, so they knew who we were, you know, at, you know, 8, 9 a.m. in the morning. Um, their, their story was that they felt, because they had told the United States Navy and the government to, to keep all of your ships at least 100 nautical miles off the coast, that, that we got that message and we would have been moved off the coast but we never received that message. And it was just a failure of communications to... Um, Is there any proof that that message ever even really existed? Yes, yes. So they did send the message to move off? They, they, they sent a message to move off, but it went to Morocco, then it went over to the Philippines, and then it, by the time it got back to the Med, um, Sixth Fleet didn't recognize it as a, a ship under their control because we always traveled, you know, independent. Um, now we, when you in-chop into like the Sixth Fleet, you have to get command from, you know, from the Sixth Fleet commander. So, so he knew that we were in there, but yet the message never got to us. I've never had 821 shells the size of, you know, rockets uh, penetrate any vessel that I've been in. Yep. Um, I've been in some pretty escalated situations in my former profession, and when it all hits the fan, immediately after, there is a deafening calm and silence. Did that take place on the Liberty when this was all done? Can you describe for me like what happened then? Uh, I don't remember a deafening calm uh, and silence overcoming the ship. We, um, when the torpedo boats came and launched five torpedoes, one hit on the starboard side. Which is a miracle in and of itself, that only one of the five hit the yep. ship. Yep. And it hit directly onto an I-beam, which is what made it explode on the outside of the vessel. And for those that are watching it, this had penetrated inside of the Liberty and detonated when it was designed to 
you wouldn't be here talking with me. No, no, I wouldn't. Nobody would have survived that. No, no. The, uh, you know, it was an act of God that, that saved Amen. us that day. Um, but the, after the torpedo hit, everything went dark on the ship. You know, we lost all power. Um, we immediately started to, to take on water. Uh, had about a seven or eight degree list. And uh, then we were trying to evacuate, you know, people that were down in a flooded compartment. So there were, there were probably 70 or 80 people down there to begin with. 25 were killed immediately when the torpedo hit. Um, the rest of them, you know, we were able to get out. I was actually at the, the door leading into our uh, operations area, uh, handing out life jackets to, uh, to the survivors that were coming up from, from down below. And you were told to get on these lifeboats, but they came back and they gunned those too. Yeah, the, um, we actually had a casualty collection station on the mess decks. And every, every mess table out there had a, uh, a mattress from, from our birthing compartment and, and a body on it. The, uh, the skipper, you know, had passed the word to, to, to get life, lifeboats in the water so that we could offload some of the more seriously wounded. And um, I think we had three that hadn't been burned by the napalm or riddled with machine gun fire. And of those three, when the torpedo boats came up alongside, they, they ripped them with uh, 50 caliber machine gun they fire. They intentionally created a, a, a death trap yes. that was inescapable where yep. you would either drown or burn or be shot and killed. And here you are today to tell the story. Yep. I've got, you know, um, limited time, but I just want you to, I want to ask you kind of an open-ended question. If you could tell the world this message and everybody would hear this message, what would you say to the world right now about that day? The truth is that that was a deliberate attack by our ally, Israel, their intent was to kill everyone on board and, and sink the USS Liberty. And as a Naval Security Group petty officer at the time, and subsequently as a Naval officer, intel officer, the, um, it, it's obvious to me that Israel is, is not a val valuable ally in the Middle East. It's inconceivable that we're not allowed to say that out loud, but we are now. I, I, under I understand that. And I, um, I mean, I worked with some of the most sophisticated equipment and, and some of the most um, highly classified material when I was in the service. And it's my honest opinion that Israel only does what Israel wants to do. They only tell you what they want to tell you. Um, it's, it's painfully clear to me that they deliberately attacked us. 
and there's evidence to that effect. There's, um, it came out after, after the Navy Court of Inquiry, which was a sham, but yeah. um, we were told never to talk about it. So as a crew member, the, uh, the crew was told that you would be imprisoned or fined or worse, um, and yet, you know, the world needed to know what, what actually happened that day. And um, well, thank you. Israel got away with murder yeah. and, uh, you know, conducted war crimes that uh, they should have been punished for, and, and they haven't. And to this day, our Congress has refused to do any kind of a full you know, investigation into that, uh, that attack. Thank you for your service, really, honestly. Right. I know that sounds cliche, You're welcome. but yeah. we all mean it. Yeah. And uh, we honor you. And most, mostly uh, the courage that you had to come and speak about it, um, it takes a lot. I'm proud to be sitting with you. Thank you. Thank you. Here's a surprising fact. Research shows that even healthy people have wild swings in their blood sugar after eating. When I talk about blood sugar, a lot of people oftentimes tune it out because they think it's only relevant to people with type 2 diabetes. But blood sugar is a topic that everyone needs to understand. One of the biggest keys to optimal health is having balanced blood sugars. Spikes in blood sugar force your pancreas to work harder and are associated with things like weight gain and even risk of heart attack and stroke. Well, the boys at Bioptimizers have a blood sugar optimization product called Blood Sugar Breakthrough. And I don't think I'm overstating my case when I say it's revolutionary. Simply take two capsules 15 minutes before a meal and your body will push carbs and glucose into your muscles to be used as fuel instead of turning them into fat. As a result, you'll enjoy more stable energy without the post-meal crash. It also will improve your overall health. You have to try it. For an exclusive offer, go to bioptimizers.com slash SP. Again, that's bioptimizers.com slash SP. What if I told you there was a hostile alien species that controls your appetite, sleep, and focus? Invaders that urinate and defecate throughout your body whenever they are hungry. We call them parasites, and they are the root cause of many health issues that result in pain, suffering, and death. The Purge is our solution. Purge Suddenly offers a unique blend of 17 detoxifying ingredients, including black walnut hull and wormwood, scientifically proven to not only kill parasites, but to destroy and flush them out. If you've never gone through a parasite cleanse or didn't do it the right way, our proven formula prepares you for a complete and total victory. Increased alertness, weight loss, and clear skin are just a few of the potential benefits customers have reported back. Kill the parasites, destroy their eggs, and build a big beautiful wall inside your body to keep them out. It is time to purge suddenly. It's you or them. Make your move now. I really wish I didn't have to bring you this disgusting news. But you know that holster company that I've been working with as a sponsor for the past four months, Vanish Holsters, they've just been banned. Yeah, even though they're legally allowed to purchase it, Amazon, Google, and Facebook just banned it for sale to more than 7.7 million Americans who live in a certain state. Now, the good news is they can't stop me or us from getting it in their hands, or in your hands, for that matter. 
Now, crazy enough, the reason that it was banned is because that holster, Vanish holster, enhances the concealment of a weapon better than just about any other holster on the market. And even better, it works with 99% of all semi-auto handguns. It works without a tactical belt. It lets you carry in multiple positions. It carries two fully loaded magazines. Best of all, using my link, you get it for $40 off. So lock in your special pricing right now. Go to Vanish.com slash Stu. Again, that's VNSH.com slash Stu. Again, VNSH.com slash Stu. Ron Kukal, um, Stu Peters, it's a pleasure to meet you. It's an honor, really. Thank you for having me at this event and for allowing me to to join you. And to oh, spend some time we with you. love new blood. We, we just love it because we're getting old. Look at me. No. Well... The story is going to live on, and it's going to blow up and be massive. That's the and whole huge. idea. And, and I vow that you have, and this story has, and those that died that day, your brothers, and those that are here, the survivors, have the full weight of this platform to tell this story. Mm-hmm. But you're a chaplain, and this is a, this is a, a very, there's a lot of spiritual um, insight to how the USS Liberty didn't sink why only one of the five torpedoes hit the vessel, why it hit directly into the I-beam. And I think I know the answer, but I'd like to hear yours. Well, it came about, it took a lot of years to come about. I got to thinking about it, and I was uh, raised in Sunday school and raised in uh, church, and I was always taught something on Sundays and stuff like that. And so... When the attack occurred, what I had been taught as a child and as a little boy, uh, it all came boiling up to my face, like, wait a minute, how, how did we escape something this horrendous, this um, tremendous? Uh, the odds were against us. I have no idea. If, I'm not a, a Vegas betting man, so I don't know what the odds are, but the odds were tremendous that um, the attack should have put us to the bottom. It was intended to put us to the bottom. And I'm just gonna say it right straight in the camera. It was the power of God that kept that ship going down. It was the power of God that kept that ship afloat and took us a thousand miles to Malta. There's no way else it could have happened. What about the strength that was given to all of the sailors on that vessel to be able to endure that? Well, I was uh, the man in charge of the body recovery down below. And uh, I've talked to a lot of trauma doctors over the years, and I've, so I've always said the same thing to them. Why is it I know that I did it, but I can't remember the details? And her answer to me was, the human brain will not record that kind of horror. It will not. I don't believe that because I think the right circumstances could probably bring it out. I'm not really sure. But I've been thoroughly convinced, and I think I've been the only chaplain for the LVA for a lot of years, that we were saved by the power of God. There is no doubt in my mind. And the, the very fact that we, we rose from the embers of the, after the attack, the complete desolation. I think desolation is a good word because there was not much left for any of us. And uh, it was just, I guess, my matter of training all the years as a youngster, and it all came to light to me. Um, I even questioned who the people were that attacked us. I don't think they are, they are who they say they are. Um, I was what do you taught, mean by that? 
in the Bible, in Revelations 2.9, it says, beware of those who call themselves Jews and are not. That's very specific in there. And it can't mean any other thing but to beware of these people. So even in scripture, the, uh, John on the Isle of Patmos must, Patmos must have known that there was going to be these kind of people that were going to pose as Jews. And it's very specific in the Bible of that, you know. So I did question it. Who are they really? Why couldn't they put us to the bottom? It was like uh, shooting fish in a pond. Were you the chaplain on board the Liberty? No, I wasn't, no. Uh, as did a matter you, of fact... Did, go ahead. Well, as a matter of fact, I'm, I'm the chaplain for the LVA. Yeah. I don't have a seminary card in my pocket Understood. or anything like that. Yeah. But um, they allowed me to do that because I... I don't have a journalist and broadcasting certificate in my pocket either. So well, okay, so we're good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you talk um, with your brothers, with the other sailors, when you were on the ship, I mean, prior to any of this, did you guys talk with each other about your spiritual connection, your beliefs, your theology, Jesus, God? Before the attack? Before yeah. the attack? Yeah. Not much. Not much? What no. about since then? The what? What about well, since, since then? Well, since then, a lot. Yeah. Um, I think I've brought it up at every banquet we've ever had or every reunion that uh, there's nothing to explain about all these extraordinary things that happened because that it's the very fact that it was the power of God that saved us. And uh, it's an easy explanation for me, and I like easy. I'm bohemian. I like it as easy we as possible. We discussed that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Make it easy. So to me, that's easy. And it explains everything that people always ask. It's like, how could they fire five torpedoes as close as they were? And I don't really can't, can't tell you how close they were. But how do they fire five torpedoes and only one hit the mark? Yeah. Why is it that we only have a hole in the starboard of the ship? Because the torpedo exploded prematurely. It hit an I-beam and uh, exploded prematurely. So the idea of a torpedo, as I understand it, is to go to the midships, explode, split the ship in half, put, the, put it to the bottom. Well, it didn't go there. Well, you're bohemian, <laughs> um, but more important, I, you know, you're an American and you're a Jesus-loving Christian. Amen to that, yeah. And so I guess the spirit of this question is, and you don't have to name names, but do you think that this occurrence, that this tragedy, that this cover-up, that this... Uh, horrific travesty. Do you think that this has brought people to Jesus and to God uh, that maybe before would not have? You know, that's a really good answer. Um, Phil Turney is one of my uh, good friends, and uh, I guess you guys already probably have interviewed him, but uh, uh, Phil was brought to Christ because of this. Funny part of it is, is I used to work for the VA Medical Center in Sheridan, Wyoming. And he called me one day, he was pretty down, pretty depressed. And so we went through the center's prayer. He, had, he uh, accepted Christ in his heart. He's been a different man ever since. So yes, it's happened to some of them. And, and then uh, Phil talks to his children and to his grandchildren and generationally the lives that are eternally saved because of one man knowing Jesus coming to God as a result of this horrific experience 
I guess so, yeah. 34 perished, but how many now have eternal life as a result of that? Well, I don't have an answer for that one. Only God knows. Only yeah. God knows. I don't have an answer for that. But I do see um, a lot of people coming to the conclusion that all these extraordinary things that have happened had to be the power of God, and I'm still I'm I'm so staunch on that. Now while I'm uh, I did my inter first interview like this at uh, Liberty Fellowship in Kalispell, Montana, Pastor Chuck Baldwin. And if you haven't heard of him, you should watch because he does preach the truth. And how did I find that out? Well, it's because I was not preached the truth for years and years and years, and I never checked it out. And all of a sudden, a pastor like him comes out, and he starts preaching stuff, and it really starts making sense to me. So what he's done for me, he interviewed me uh, in Kalispell. Uh, we were there for two or three days. And then we went back again for my promotion to chief petty officer, honorary chief petty officer. And all, we've always been invited back. So this summer, we're going to do another one, thanking all the women that uh, had the uh, courage and the guts to stick with us guys because we've all been two or three marriages and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, I'm on my third marriage. I'm not proud of it, but I am. And this has lasted for 31 years. Uh, and so I just, wanted, I just want to make it very apparent to the people out there that don't know, that are maybe that aren't Christian, that if you had seen what I was able to see that day and the power that was against us and the odds that were against us, you'd have no problem believing that it had to be the power of God. Just no problem at all, none whatsoever. Now I try to explain that to other people and I guess if you weren't there, it's kind of hard to get that. It is and the odds it, trying to describe this, trying to even process this as somebody who just learned about what happened on the Liberty, this was waves and waves of certain death. Absolutely. Uh, between oh, absolutely. the airstrikes should have killed everybody, the torpedo should have sunk the Liberty, the napalm should have taken care of the rest, the gunships and the 50 cals. It's just, it was a floating death trap destined for the depths of the Mediterranean. Absolutely. And here you are to talk about it. There's no such thing as a coincidence, and you're absolutely right. The topping of the whole thing is uh, when the torpedo boats uh, came close by, the captain said, uh, prepare for torpedo attack, which we did. Uh, we closed all the watertight doors and uh, we were ready for whatever's about to happen. Um, I went straight to some of my equipment I had been operating and uh, went to prayer, asking for my life, uh, promising God things I knew I could never do. I said things like, I'd be in church every Sunday for the rest of my life. I was scared. I was promising everything. I got down with the prayer and I went back to my desk and I think I had about, I must have been standing there about five seconds or so, not any more than that. 
standing there looking down, and I heard a voice, and to, don't call for a straitjacket yet, okay? Wait just a little bit. I heard a voice that said, get down and get down now. Now, where it came from, I'll leave that up to you guys. <laughs> but I know where it came from. And I don't know how I got from standing up like this to flat on my back, or flat on my belly on the steel deck uh, about three seconds or so before the torpedo exploded. Now, I was 60 foot from it or so, somewhere in that area. And so after I got to the deck, however I got there, I think I was put there. I didn't do it under my own power. The torpedo exploded and um, I'm a little shaky right now because I can it's see okay. it all. Yeah. It exploded and I was flat down and all the shrapnel went over the top of my head. Could hear it flying through the air, killing everybody in that compartment, except for about two or three of us. And um, yeah, the compartment completely filled with water, up to about shoulder length, yeah, shoulder height. And then we, uh, of course, everybody was looking to the ladder to get to the deck up above, where it was a lot, a lot drier. And I made my way there. It was uh, it was tough going through that water, but I had to look back at everything that we're talking about right now, and and make my mind up that all my training and all my teaching that had happened to me as a young child uh, came into play that day. And um, all the questions that I had asked. Uh, ministers, uh, counselors about things that uh, that I didn't understand um, and some of the answers gave, they gave to me just weren't, weren't correct. So as a young child I learned a lot of stuff that had to be unlearned. And, um, just discovering the power of God there, uh, I know we could. We just should not have survived. We could, we just shouldn't have. And uh, I don't know why the uh, I, Israeli or the Israeli Defense Force why they couldn't see that. I know they must have been scratching their heads. Like we've thrown everything but the the but the kitchen sink at these people, and the ship still didn't go down. After the attack was over with, we had to go a thousand miles. Can you imagine that? A thousand miles with I that can't. ship in the shape it was in? No. And still, we got there. Now, we did have some help shoring up the bulkheads from the uh, destroyer, uh, the USS Davis. They came by the next morning, helped us shore up. Those guys had a lot of courage. They went down below, locked themselves in, in case uh, the, shore, uh, the shoring broke down or in case the bulkhead gave in. And. Um, strengthened everything up so we could go with a thousand miles to Malta. Do you think that there's ever been an encompassing anger that you've had to deal with? What, what is the emotion that you have to deal oh, with? Oh, I'm dealing with it right now. Uh, if you could feel the inside of my body, I'm shaking. Right now, as I'm talking to you. And what is that? Are you pissed off? Or? Well, it's just, it was a lot of horror. It was so, uh, I figured it was going to die. 
Yeah. I, you know, I thought this was all over with. And um, I just, uh, I, I can't just get any further than that because uh, there's so many things that happened that I saw and all that kind of stuff and I can't relate to them because they happened and I saw them but a lot of the details I can't remember. You enlisted in the Navy to protect the very freedoms that we now see being trampled all over. One of them is this cover-up. I mean, yes. mm -hmm. you have to shut up. They'll throw you in jail if you talk. I mean, you were told these things. We were told the same. We were threatened. Um, I just served with some of the most courageous men I think I've ever known in my life. I said, no, we're not going to shut up about the truth. We're not going to do it. So we haven't done it in 55 years, and we can prove that. We love this country. We love this family, You're my family. I love your family. And we're doing this for family, for this country, for the love of this country. Well, you are family, yeah. sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you very much. All right. Thanks. God bless you. I have a grip. Heart disease and blood clots and strokes and kidney failure, all things that a sane person would fear and all things that can be found on the back of an ibuprofen bottle as potential side effects. To top it all off, ibuprofen doesn't even get to the main cause of your pain and swelling problems. It's only temporary pain relief. It's only masking the true problem, which is inflammation. This isn't a solution to your pain, but you can find one right now at StopMyInflammation.com. Go to StopMyInflammation.com and learn more about why researchers are saying to add this Antarctic super nutrient to your diet. I'm talking about omega-3 fatty acids, but not just any form of omegas, no. These are omega-3 fatty acids sourced from wild-caught krill. The omega-3 content from krill oil has been shown to support healthy blood pressure, circulation, and brain health, as well as reduce inflammation, swelling, and joint pain. In fact, it outperforms ibuprofen, Advil, and Tylenol, and it doesn't have the dangerous side effects that we mentioned earlier. Better yet, for a limited time, you can grab Native Path Antarctic Krill Oil for as low as $23 a bottle. Just go to StopMyInflammation.com right now. Go to StopMyInflammation.com. If you're looking for the newest, best cutting-edge products to help push your brain and body to the outer limits, then you should stop what you're doing and check out Utopia, the most powerful bespoke nootropics on the market today. These nootropic stacks are taking the industry by storm. Why? Because they're safe and they're legal and they're highly effective. Even better, every formula is customized for you based on your strengths and your weaknesses and your goals, so you get exactly what you need. Taking the right formulas at the right times can help you focus intensely, block out distractions, reduce stress and anxiety, enhance your creativity, boost your memory, and a whole lot more. You'll be absolutely amazed by how quickly they work. Within 15 to 30 minutes, you should begin to feel and notice the mental effects. Oh, and here's the best part. These formulas come with a full one-year guarantee, so there is zero risk to you to try them for yourself. If you feel like you're not fully maximizing your potential, then you owe it to yourself to try Newtopia's formula. Simply go to newtopia.com slash Peters. Use promo code Peters to get 10% off any order when you go to newtopia.com slash Peters. Preparing for an imminent food crisis is just good advice. Obviously, there are supply chain disruptions manufactured intentionally. Obviously, the food source has been contaminated and poisoned. So having the food for the imminent upcoming famine is probably very important. Heavensharvest.com, that's where they come in. Go to heavensharvest.com. You can get real food, not just fake rice and beans and flour and nasty garbage. Actual real food that tastes good with all of the appropriate protein. There's a $100 bucket over there right now. You get big discounts, by the way, if you use the code StuPeters10 when you check out. 10% off plus free shipping at heavensharvest.com. Oh, and also, yes, this is something that you need to think about. Being self-sufficient. 
Heirloom seeds also available at heavensharvest.com. So now you can grow and harvest the same things that your great-grandparents did. Live off the land, be self-sufficient. Heirloom seeds and buckets of food available right now. Go to heavensharvest.com. Again, heavensharvest.com. June 8th. 1967, that's why we're here today at the Arlington Memorial to uh, remember the fallen soldiers of that day. Uh, the men who went into a calm sea and, and, and left uh, in devastating fashions. Uh, what a remarkable scene it is to see these men come and honor their fallen shipmates every year. So honored and privileged to be able to tell their story and continue to stand by these men and fight for justice. Uh, we'll never forget the liberty. This is probably the uh, most special day in our lives today is the cruise of the USS Liberty because we uh, get the chance to come to, uh, to Arlington National and to uh, memorialize our fallen shipmates. We get to fulfill our hearts with uh, the pain and the suffering that we all went through, but they gave their lives up for it. And uh, to be here as a shipmate and friend of these men who fell is one of the greatest honors you could ever have. And it's an extremely emotional day. Uh, it's, uh, it's something that uh, if you heard the speakers today, we have to continue our fight. We have to continue our fight for the right thing, and the right thing is to give us a true investigation and to accept the fact that the U.S. government covered this up and wronged us, and we just need to make it right. We just need to do all we can to help bring some justice to these men, and if nothing else, some peace that there are that they know others are fighting on their behalf. Our government keeps on to keeps on covering up for uh, cold-blooded premeditated murder put upon us by the Zionist state of Israel covered up by LBG all the way to uh, Biden today. So uh, someday we're going to get this done hopefully in, uh, in the next year. But you guys help her get her done. We uh, we're living proof that the government failed to come to our rescue when we were under attack. Don't read the history books. Go straight to the U.S. History Veterans Association. There needs to be some sort of closure and, and an investigation that has never properly been done. You know, if you would examine the the, uh, the details surrounding the the Liberty attack, uh, you would you would become very uh, you would become very concerned as an American. I think I think any American that once they examined all the evidence it would be very concerned about what what really happened don't go to the government or your congress i'll just tell you boilerplate lies as they have been doing for 55 years do a little research on what you hear trust but um verify this uh story should be taught in all the school books uh there should be a honorary day for these men and um unfortunately What's behind this day and the dark secrets are the reasons why these brave men aren't honored every year. But uh, we'll keep fighting for truth and spreading this and it's up for the next person to tell the next person. And uh, with more awareness, the truth will set them free. Pray for us to uh, continue our fight. You can pray most importantly at this time in our lives to try to stay healthy. 
to uh, uh, to continue to trust in Christ that uh, without him we wouldn't be here we were in God's hands that day and that's my message I don't believe in the process of elections. I believe it's all rigged. I believe that they're all stolen. And the more I talk about this with experts every day, the more I'm convinced that we're living in this movie. It's all fake. But let's just say that somehow, magically, overnight, we return to this constitutional republic, two-party representative government system where your vote counts, and it's real. There's not a single candidate who's willing to throw their balls on the table and stand up to do the right thing. The institutions that we rely on, the government, the legal system, the media, all of them seem to be increasingly focused on their own agendas rather than serving the interests of the public. We need to recognize that we can't count on them to save us. So you have to save yourself. And part of saving yourself means protecting your future. That's why I partnered with GoldCo. Because I believe that they can help you get into gold and silver just like they did for me. Here's the facts. Gold Co. has helped protect over $2 billion in gold and silver for people just like you and me. And right now they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver with qualified orders just for being a supporter of the Stu Peters Show. So whether you want to protect 50 grand or half a million or more, this is your opportunity to protect yourself from their out-of-control corrupt government. Don't be a victim. Call Gold Co. 855-706-GOLD. Again, 855-706-GOLD or go to goldco.com slash stew. For the first time in a millennia, a famine of biblical proportion is hitting the earth, and it's by design. War has created scarcity. Fertilizer production has been wiped out. The price of fertilizer is up 128%. Food processing plants are exploding. Herds of cows are being massacred and buried. This is a very abnormal event. The Great Reset demons have created the crisis, but a generation of great resistors following King Jesus have the solution. Heavensharvest.com, get there right now. Prepare for the worst by trusting the best. Heavensharvest.com has a delicious plan to conquer starvation. It's real food, high quality, tastes great. Trust Heaven's Harvest today. Order food for the year and a bucket of heirloom seeds. Affordable, available, ready for the fight ahead. Heavensharvest.com What does the federal government do with your tax dollars? They waste billions in Ukraine. They give over $2,000 a month to illegal aliens invading our country. They murder scores of Americans with the corona hoax bioweapon jabs. They cheat in the elections and take away your voice. And when you complain about it, like the peaceful protests on January 6th, they put you in prison, torture you, and make up phony indictments against you. The enemy wants you to be a powerless slave that shuts up and does as you are told. 
but there is a way out of this tyranny. Freedom Law School has been teaching Americans for over 27 years that no law requires 99% of Americans to file and pay income tax. None of their students who have stopped paying have gone to prison or had their bank account and property stolen by the IRS. Go to freedomlawschool.org today to take five steps to freedom from IRS deception, robbery, and slavery. Totally free to set you free. Go to freedomlawschool.org today.